Welcome to the Early Educator Podcast, where we talk about everything you need when it comes to growing your business, overcoming obstacles, and making an impact to not only children in your care, but to your community and your family. I'm Blake, and I'm here with Philip and Cinta Hester. They're the owners of Our Daily Bread. How's it going, everybody? It's going good. great. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yes, pretty good. Yes. Pretty good. Yeah. Doing pretty good, too. Um, it's pretty well. Of course, we know uh, the Super Bowl was last night. Did you guys do anything special with Super Bowl or anything? Absolutely nothing. Just <laughs> relaxed and yeah. watched the game. No, didn't do anything special. Really? Mm-hmm. I like the high. I like the halftime show. Halftime show was was my era. I knew the music. I knew the words to the song. <laughs> I, I was feeling it. Uh, I I, I like that. Uh, uh-huh. And the game was good, although you know I was rooting for the Bengals. They they lost, but that's okay. Uh, Titans yeah. are my team. Uh, if I need to disclose that or not, but uh, I was just going for the Bengals. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I see. I I don't really watch sports too much, right? Like, and so I I've kind of hit the thing where it's like there's some kind of sports event or something. I'm like. You know, instead of just like waiting around all day for it, I could just like wake, go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, and I'll know exactly who won. Actually, I woke up, I was like, oh, they won. Okay, cool. And so I just went on my day. But uh, of course, it was just something I'm really, really looking forward to that I want to see at the moment. But it is a lot less stressful that way, Blake. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you have yeah. a vested interest yeah. in your, your own team, it could, oh, yeah. It, it is a lot less stressful. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, this. I guess before we start, I guess um, one of the first thing I'll say: this is our first official episode, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's really exciting. Right. Yeah, yeah, really pumped, really pumped. Um, so I, I guess before we go into the actual topic, um, I guess the main thing I just want um, people to know that are listening potentially is is our reasoning behind this in the first place, because um, you know, for 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 our company and like what we do. Um, you know, this is kind of out there for us. And I, I think our kind of motivation for doing this was just to kind of give our experience when it comes to like the business aspect of things and how um, it can potentially relate to providing educators who are dealing with children. And we just want to help, help grow, help them grow and things like that. Because when it comes to um, it's like business in general, I've noticed like a lot of times when it comes to like struggles and and successes, whatever, like a lot of times, no matter what you're doing in business, a lot of things can relate, you know, to other topics. Um, and so I guess, I guess that's, that was kind of our, our motivation to do this. Um, but yeah, you guys have anything to say about that at all? Kind of like the reason why we do this or other? Yeah, I, I think now more than ever, a lot of educators are, are really struggling in so many different areas with rules and regulations and um, and of course, now with COVID and dealing with staffing issues, and and it's just good to put out some content that would help them to be better in their business and to help them overcome a lot of these struggles and challenges that they do have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a part of who we are and what we do. You know, we're advocates for childcare educators and mm-hmm. um, and any. Uh, part that we can play to help them to be more successful that's what we're here to do yeah for sure for sure i agree to come to the table and to talk about 
but to put things out there, to put issues out there that we're not talking about or that they don't hear people talking about and um, to have a podcast or just an open arena for them to be able to come and listen and to um, listen to maybe some of those topics that um, like I said are unspoken and uh, for them to be able to be able to even to hear some ideas of things that they might not have even thought of so uh, hopefully they'll get that here yeah for sure so yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. This is the first episode, and some people might be interested in like what even what is this? Am I in the right place? Yes, it, this is for educators, uh, you know, educators that run uh, daycare homes and centers. It is for you guys, but this is just a different angle, probably an angle you guys don't hear about as much in this arena. So, um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just jump into our topic. So I guess this first episode, um, I really want to just kind of talk about. Um, team culture or just culture in general um i kind of want to talk about that and, and talk about like what even what is culture um yeah what, what exactly is culture i think one of the things before you establish your culture i think in any organization you first of all have to establish some core values yeah. you you know why are we here why are we doing what we do what what are our core values? What do we want to accomplish here? And uh, your core values are going to guide your decision making. So your day to day, how you operate, and uh, and what you do moving forward has to be uh, connected to your core values. And I think uh, one of those things you have to define a mission. What is your mission and what is your vision for your business? Uh, and and everything has to work within that mission or within that vision. Um, like in our organization, uh, some of the things that are near and dear to us is our core values, like advocacy for childcare educators. Uh, we also pride ourselves on program integrity. Um, no gossip. We don't allow gossip to infiltrate our, our agency. Um, we trust one another. Uh, at times, people are going to make mistakes. So you give grace where you can give grace. Uh, we support one another. We don't play the blame game. You don't, well, it's not my job. I'm, I'm not going to do that. So those are all a part of our core values. So you have to establish those core values first and former, foremost before you move toward establishing your culture. Now, let's don't get this confused uh as far as a culture uh every organization has a culture and it's just what it is uh, mm -hmm. it's either healthy or it's unhealthy mm -hmm. and um and and you establish that by uh two two different things that establishes that in a nutshell is what you create or what you tolerate Mm -hmm. defines your culture. Go ahead. So. Can I say something about uh, trust to, you know, you, you always, you know, that you have to earn trust. So, and, you know, within our organization, you know, it's, it's something that we, we definitely do within our organization, as far as when we bring um, or hire people into our organization, trust is something definitely that is earned. And, you know, we work hard to do that with each and every one of our team members. 
Um, but like Philip said, everything he named, you know, the integrity, the no gossip, the advocacy, advocacy, all of those are important pieces, important parts that um, we, we hold really close and near and dear uh, in our organization. And um, we, we live and breathe and die by all of those pieces that make up the values in our organization. So um, it's not just something that we, um, we put on um, a piece of paper and say, these are the things that we do. Those are the things we actually do. We live within our organization. And um, another piece that's really, really important uh, within our um, culture is you have to have a heart for what you do within our organization. We stress that. Um, we really, really stress and enforce that within our organization and within our team. Mm -hmm. And um, that is a really, really important piece. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you guys this. Um, you mentioned you talked about culture is important. Do you guys think there was ever a time in the history of our daily bread when you guys didn't have that culture aspect established was there ever a time where you're like you didn't really have that down and, and how do you think that might have affected the company as a whole i can take it uh for sure yeah <laughs> there was definitely times when we didn't uh ex you know when you, when you start out with just a couple people like Senta actually started the organization then i joined I knew her, she knew me, and uh, our personalities, we, you know, our vision and our mission and everything was in the line, and we understood one another, not a problem. But when you start adding people, you know, that's when, not that, you know, that people say business is easy until you start hiring people. Uh, and it does become difficult only because you have to be able to manage those different personalities. It's not that people are bad. Mm -hmm. It's just that you have to start learning to manage those different personalities. Uh, and sometimes not everybody is in line with your mission or your vision. Mm -hmm. And uh, as child care educators, you know, you have to make sure that, that people have a heart for serving children and serving families, first and foremost. They just can't show up, you know, for a paycheck or, or you know, to check certain boxes uh, along their career. So, um, yeah, there was a time, uh, absolutely, when we didn't have a good culture because, um, you know, we had to learn to manage those personalities. And there was times when we needed to, to hire someone. We really needed someone. And I always say, sometimes we were just looking for a warm body. Uh, I don't mean that to be facetious, but... We were just saying, hey, okay, yeah, they're smart, they're kind, so yeah, let's hire them. We'll yeah, teach them to do, do the job. Um, but a lot of that was uh, mainly on my part because I didn't understand that we needed to develop and grow and cultivate a healthy culture. Mm -hmm. I was just more task-oriented uh -huh. instead of thinking about how you bring all these people together and pieces of this puzzle together. So in 95, we started out just the two of us, and now we have a team of 25 people. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a lot of personalities uh, to manage. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there was uh, a time when we struggled with that, and, um, and it was a lot of challenges uh, 
But then once we developed those core values and we bought that culture right in with it, everybody knows before you're hired here that this is our culture. Mm-hmm. And we, we take them through that. That's the very last interview that you, that you do with, with our team. Uh, we're going to take you a deep dive into the culture and we talk about our mm-hmm. uh, a culture. So um, although um, as important as that was a lot of times along the way when you're growing, you may just be thinking about, okay, let me find somebody to fill these positions mm-hmm. and you forget about the people that you're bringing in. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and I I want to... I want to say this. I, I firmly believe everybody that we have that's working in our organization today really wants to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is a part because they understand our core values and they understand what our culture is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I guess, so I guess hiring, hiring somebody is not just, uh, I heard you say something to you talking about like hiring like before each point trying to find somebody, but it sounds like hiring's not just like a task to do. Hiring is something where you have to be intentional from the get go about we need this kind of person who wants to be here and, and who, who can kind of, who, who knows what our values are and who can kind of abide with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, granted, some people they interview wonderful, you know, yeah. and they know all the right answers and, and they're very kind and very knowledgeable and, Man, yes, I want to hire him. And then you look up six months later, and you're like, "Who, who, who is this person?" Mm-hmm. You know, you wonder like, how they get in the door. You know, how did? Yeah. Why do they have a key to this place? I mean, you know. Yeah. And and so you know because you didn't define what your core values were, and they didn't have a full understanding of what your culture was. And I would say that. Um... We haven't always had such a lengthy list of core values, culture, that type of thing. And so when it really changed was when we realized the needs of our educators weren't being met in one way or another. We -hmm. realized that we didn't have the team in place that we really needed to fulfill our um, to make sure to ensure that the job that we needed was getting done, uh-huh. so we found so we knew that then we needed a strong um, set of core values and and to establish the culture that we needed. Gotcha. That's when it changed. Gotcha. Cool. So so how do you even go about figuring out like what your culture is going to be? Like how do you even go with you know thinking like okay, what kind of person do I want? What kind of person do, do does my business need? Do you have any tips on that? How we can kind of figure that out? Because that that can be tough for somebody potentially. Well, for me, I knew that initially ethics was the strongest, strongest first thing that we needed, and I knew that that was the strongest value that I had. And so we knew that ethics, because ethics is, I mean, think about it when you think about from a business sense, ethics, morals, those two things you can stand on first and foremost, for sure. And then you think for, and then you think about other things as far as, okay, look at the list, integrity, advocacy. Advocacy was one of the core things that our educators need. And uh, 
So when we sit down and we look at what is going to make our business most effective, what do our educators need? And so those are the things that we could sit down and we could come to the table and think about. And then you build your, your you definitely build around that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the biggest things we could do. And then you could build upon that. Um, but you look at what you need as a business, you look at instilled in us was ethically, you know, the ethics, the morals, those types of things. And then what do your educators need? Mm -hmm. And you as a business person, you think, what do your consumers need? If you want to look at it that way. Um, So that's, that's the thing you need. So what educators would look at is what do my parents need? You know, if they're building their business, they have to look at it from that point of view. Uh-huh. And so they have a strong set of ethics, morals, values, those things. And then they go, okay, what do my parents need? We think of what do the community need? And mm-hmm. so that's how they build on that. That's how they can build their business on that. That's what they can stand on. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what I think. That's what we built it around. So for, as for educators, that's what they can build their strong um, foundation around. Okay. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Put put themselves in their consumer's shoes mm-hmm. and kind of think, okay, if I was this person, what 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 would I need? What would help them the most? What would make them want to come to me over somebody else? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And that's what helped us eventually, because at first it was like we we but hire people, and it was such a it's such a high turnaround when you hire people that are not a good fit for your organization, and that's a, that's the thing that's. It's not a good fit when you hire someone that does not have the same core values that you do. Mm-hmm. And so you want to look for people that are good fits in your organization. They will, they will fit somewhere else, but not in your business or your organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, that's, those are really good points. And I think one thing, too, we, we talked about this before with culture and stuff and with you know, having an idea of where you want you, your business to be, I think uh, ultimately um, it starts with you, right? If it's if it's your business, your company, it starts with you. And um, it kind of comes to the point too where, you, you, like if you want to go to a certain level or be, be at a certain place, you got to think, okay, well, as a company, you know, it's your company, but understand that you are an employee of your own company. And so you have to think, kind of what kind of person am I and am I the kind of person with the kind of work ethic that I would, I would want to hire for my own company, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I, th- I think that's one thing too, is understanding that is the kind of person you are. And, and some of you guys are like saying, yes, like I, I that, that's the kind of person I, I would love to be, you know, I'd love to have somebody here and that's great. Then like base your culture off that. If, if you love who you are, base your culture off of, who you are, but if you're saying, uh, if you're being honest and you say, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I would, I'm not sure if I would, th- then I guess the next question would be, okay, what about, what about yourself? Do you not like, I, so I, I'm always on time. I'm, I don't always like to do this part of that part or whatever. It's okay not to do like to do a certain part as much, but I mean, like if you, if you find yourself lack of the daisily doing a certain part and not getting it done, yeah. then maybe it's, it's, you know, the best, you know, I might think, okay, now I need to change that about myself. Then yeah. if I want this to be my business is, then I need to change that about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah. Do you have guys anything else to say about any of that or anything like that? 
Yeah. I mean, just, uh, you know, for child care educators, you have to just ask yourself at my school, whether it's a in-home child care facility or a 300 um, capacity child care center, ask yourself, mm-hmm. you know, what is our purpose? Why are we here? What, you know, why did, why did we establish this particular business, you know, and what do I want it to be? as the leader. Now it's going to evolve. Things are going to change along the way and that's okay. But, you know, to build your team and to have a healthy culture, you have to establish that. And if you don't, you know that you don't have a healthy culture right now. There's two things. I mean, it's, it's a bad thing that you don't have, but the good news is you can change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's what's just what you have to do. Yeah. You have to say, okay, here's what, here's what we're going to do. Here's who we're going to be going forward. And it's going to start with me and it's going to start with our team from the top. Uh, yeah. because, uh, you can fix it, uh, if, if not, but, and some things, you know, sometimes it's like anything else. You may have to do some pruning, you know, mm-hmm. pruning hurts, but it does help growth. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, yeah, it's a conversation though. You know, that, mm-hmm. I think it's it's something. Um, if you haven't thought about it before, I think it's definitely something to to take note of and, and to think about. But um, but yeah, if you guys have anything else at all you want to say about culture at all, mm-hmm. that's a good no. conversation. Yeah, for sure. I guess so. I guess before we get off here, um, to any of the announcements we have, I, I guess first, first of all, if you are a childcare educator or as that's how we say it, but if you're, if you're a childcare provider, um, and you in you're looking for potentially an agency or someone to help you with your meal reimbursements or anything like that, um, feel free to check us out. We would love to have a conversation with you and help you if you're not with us already. Um, you can go to odbcacfp.org. And there you can look on our website and you can even um, put information. We can contact you and talk to you. Since kind of see how that looks. Um, yeah, we, we help we help educators every day with maximizing their meal reimbursements. They feed their children. And so, um, yeah, we would love to talk to you and help you guys out too. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's about it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Early Educated Podcast, Episode 1. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this and stay tuned for the next one. Be sure to uh, follow this podcast so you, so you don't miss anything else and follow our social media pages, our daily bread, CACFP. We'll see you next week. Bye.